0: Norm, how are you on the Bob Steak and Chop House hotline?
1: Well, you're right. I I never have been on the Bob Steak and Chop House hotline, even though that's been the way I've introduced guests now for 20 years. So,
0: <laughs> well, there's uh, your move.
1: about mm. fair play. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, well, we appreciate you being here with us. We know you're busy and I got a lot going on, but uh, uh, thanks for doing it. And uh, we want to talk some Cowboys football, some NFL draft. So let's start with the Cowboys, Big D Dallas. Uh, What do we make of, you know, 16 days away, what the Cowboys are thinking with that number one, that that first pick in this draft? What are they hoping to accomplish?
1: Well, uh, the Cowboys, by signing a couple of free agents, even though they're not huge free agents, the safety Allen and the linebacker Durant at least now have human beings at those positions. (laughs) Uh, They were so thin there, created by some dreadful past drafts, that they literally needed bodies. And... While well, neither Allen nor nor Durant is a great player, though Durant's not a bad player, um, the, the Cowboys now aren't desperate for those positions. So they don't, they don't absolutely have to draft a safety or have to draft a linebacker. Now, that doesn't mean they won't, and I still think they will, but uh, it frees them to literally take the best player available. And, guys, a draft board... <clears throat> is, if you will, it's kind of a chess game that you play against two opponents, if you will. You play it against the rest of the league, and you play it against yourself. You sit there with your... really use an offensive lineman check that they could really use two offensive linemen check that they could really use three offensive linemen they could use a safety down the road there are lesser needs at running back and a wide receiver and i think they'll pick up another corner uh but uh right now those are the big needs so that you can literally sit there and say, who's the best player available on the board? Let's go offensive line first. I, I am starting to think that one of the two best guards in the draft, Warmack or Cooper, may make it to the number 18. Um, the reason I think that's true is it's not that Warmack and Cooper aren't two of the top 17 players in this league. It's that this league is capable of catastrophic stupidity <laughs> where teams will draft players who aren't nearly as good as a player like Warmack or Cooper because they have a need. Someone will take Matt Barkley in the first round. I wouldn't take Matt Barkley in the third round of this draft. I don't think he can play. I think Geno Smith is a fumble waiting to happen. Um, I I don't think there's a quarterback that should go in the first round, but three of them might go in the first round because teams are desperate. We see it every year. So that pushes good players down. So, number one, Cowboys might get an offensive lineman they really like, like Warmack or Cooper. Or they might get a defensive lineman, though defensive linemen tend to rise. Unlike guards who tend to fall, defensive linemen tend to rise. And, and the two best there, for the Cowboys' sake, I think are Sheldon Richardson out of Missouri, whom I really like, by the way, and a defensive lineman named Sylvester Williams out of North Carolina. The last player on that list in that area the Cowboys would have interest in, I think, is Baccaro, the safety of Texas. But he appears to be starting to slide a little bit. And maybe now dropping... Into the twenties in this draft. The other thing that may may have the Cowboys go in another direction than Vaccaro, if one of those other big guys is there, is that the Cowboys may be able to get a good safety in the second round, in Eric Reed or this kid Crippian out of Florida International. There's a kid out of South Carolina named Swearingen who's a small safety, but golly, he can play. So the, there's a kid out of the USC for the third round named T.J. McDonald. The Cowboys may think they can fill that hole down the line. So right now, I'd say the Cowboys' direction is either an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman with the first pick.
0: Norm Hitchkis with us here on the Bob Steak and Shop House Hotline talking Cowboys football. Uh, draft is 16 days away. You'll hear it right here on the Horn. Uh, Norm, the Cowboys, and for the fans here in town, the, your thoughts on the coaching changes. Monty Kiffin running the defense now. Bill Callahan, I think it's assumed, will be calling plays for Jason Garrett. Uh, what do you make of those changes, and how much impact can they have on the 2013 Cowboys?
1: Well, with with the change of Kiffin, they've changed defenses again. I think that's a terribly dangerous thing to do. Uh, I think it's a terribly dangerous thing to do. I ask you something about the Steelers. Do you know who the Steelers are? I do. I know who they are. I know the type of player they want. Do you know who the Packers are? I have a good feeling who they are. I think I know who they want. Do I know the type of football both the football team both the Harbaugh's want to put on the field? I, I think we know that. Who are the Cowboys? What do they want to do? What kind of defense do they want to run? They keep saying they're Romo-friendly, and then they get four guys who are running from the law to start the offensive line. I I don't understand. This club's got to figure out an identity. Now, Kiffin's a good football coach, but he might be here three years, four years, at which point he'll be 77, 78 you know i'm not the youngest person in the world myself but it does not mean they'll change again in a few years and as for callahan bill callahan has a very good reputation but my lord what did his unit do to get him a promotion last year he coached the offensive line and it was dreadful i hear people say it got better as the year went on well first of all it was almost impossible to get worse as the year went on, number one. And if getting better means it went from being the 29th best offensive line in the league to the 25th best offensive line in the league, then I'll agree. We got all the way up to number 25 in the league in offensive line. That's not much of a calling card for me. I think Bill's a good coach. But Jerry Jerry tends to point fingers everywhere but at himself. This year it was the coaches. He said, I'm going to make people at the ranch very uncomfortable. Who has he made uncomfortable? Who? Poor Gerald Sensible? Come on. (laughs) He made Gerald Sensible uncomfortable? Why? He's not a bad player. He didn't make Jay Ratliff uncomfortable. He didn't make a lot of other guys uncomfortable. He may make Doug Free uncomfortable in another month and a half or so. But he pointed the finger at the coaches. The finger should have been pointed at himself. His draft, I would give Jerry, for the last six to seven years, I'd give him a D plus. You can't be a championship football game drafting at a D-plus level. He's drafted some very nice stars, and he's drafted some pathetic players. Pathetic players who couldn't hang around in this league a year. I, it's amazing to me. It, it, the guy that should have been uncomfortable at the ranch this off season is Jerry. If he truly wants a Romo-friendly team, then go out and do something about it. Don't make him run for his life every Sunday afternoon.
0: Well, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you, Norm, just kind of piggybacking on that. If, if, if what you think about today, and the uh, I'm sure you saw the feature in the Dallas Morning News where. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Jones said that, uh, as far as the, the 2008 draft, that uh, the the two picks in the first round, Felix Jones and Mike Jenkins, weren't busts. How do how do you feel about that?
1: Well, I I, I thought Jones was an okay player. I thought Jenkins was an okay player. I I, I couldn't figure out why this club did what they did at the top of the first round last year, not because Mo Claiborne's not a good player. But because they had way bigger needs than Mo Claiborne last year, uh, after signing Brandon Carr, they had way bigger needs than Mo Claiborne. Do you realize they could have drafted their starting guard and starting center for the next ten years in that draft last year?
0: Well, and Norm, the team, the team that they traded with, the St. Louis Rams, who less need one of the best GMs in the in the league right now, they moved, they took, uh, they picked up that second round pick from Dallas, and they ended up getting Janoris Jenkins in the draft to.
1: Was by all accounts or much Warner better, rookie, much better than the Morris year. Claiborne. And well, I, I Claiborne's going to be a fine player. Jenkins was a good player with all sorts of red flags. Mm. He was a, he was a, let's see, four, four, three, two player, four children by three women <laughs> with two drug suspensions. Uh there's just a lot of trouble in his history. Now, sometimes those players straighten up, but you're very right about Jenaris as being a good player. But guys, I'll take you back four years ago when the Cowboys had a second round draft choice and they decided, Well, there's there's nobody here we wanna take, so let's trade it down and pick up get two picks. And the two picks they drafted Robert Brewster, who couldn't block the dead body of Generalissimo Francisco Franco, and, and Victor Butler, who's a nice spare part. But sitting there at 51, the team they traded for took Andy Levitra, Buffalo. He, he started 64 straight games for them. He's a Pro Bowl level offensive guard and just signed a huge contract to move to Tennessee. By the way, also sitting there. Was Shady McCoy, whom the Cowboys admitted they had a first-round grade on. I remember, they had the 51st pick. They had a first-round grade on LaShawn McCoy, but decided to trade the pick and not take him because they were so deep in running backs. <laughs> Marion Barber to Shard Choice. Remember that? Yes. Oh, that's it, that's it, painful. It, they they what they did was they violated the rule. There was, without question, the best player left on the board at that point was McCoy. He'd have been a full-round steal, and they decided, we don't need him. That's wrong. You always need a really good player. But they they have this situation, don't they, of they draft a player to replace a player they just drafted. They trade for Claiborne as a number one to replace Jenkins, who was a number one. they pick Murray to be a running back, bumping all these other players, <clears throat> and Felix Jones in the process. they keep drafting to bump players off their own roster. That's not the way to build in this league. You don't draft a number one four years later to, jump, to dump the number one you had. That's not the way it works in this league. And they, they've just got to get better at this they've got to get better because the cap isn't going to afford the much room again next year
0: norm we appreciate the visit uh, it's something we could obviously keep going and going but uh, we're up against that that dreaded time clock thanks very much we appreciate it uh we love the the work you do with the ticket and thanks for being with us on the bob steak and chop house hotline
1: i really enjoyed it guys